Welcome to Below the Forest Floor. My name is Nancy and today we are going to be exploring the man, the myth, the legend, El Cucuy. Also known as El Coco or El Cuco. I'm Hispanic and one of the biggest fears growing up that I had was this guy. Funny enough, I didn't even know what El Cucuy really was until I decided to research him for this episode. All my parents had to say was, El Cucuy's gonna get you if you don't go to sleep and I was out. I must admit, I was extremely surprised to find El Cucuy did not originate in Mexico. This legendary horror was actually born in Portugal. Now, the time frame was a bit wonky of when the story started. Some sources say that the time frame was set in the 17th century, but others believe it goes much further back to the 13th century. And that's where we will begin. In 1274, the first version of El Cucuy appeared in a book called Book 3 of Grants of King Alfonso III. There was an entry that described a semi-aquatic slash lizard-like creature that fed on six things a day, three cats and three children that were deemed as bad. In this story, it was called El Coco. Its physical description included a huge turtle shell, spikes, and a head that was similarly shaped to that of a round hairy vegetable, which is what parents actually used to frighten the kids when they would tell that story back then. That's also how we got the name for coconut in Spanish. The explorer Vasco da Gama, during his voyages, found a coconut and thought to himself, this looks a lot like a head of El Coco. So he named it a coco. Then in the 17th century, that original story from book three of grants of King Alfonso III turned into a lullaby that was called Duermete Niño. And it went like this. Duermete Niño, Duermete Ya, Que viene el coco y te llevará. Duermete niño, duermete ya, que viene el coco y te comerá. That translates to, sleep my baby, sleep baby do. The boogeyman's coming and he will take you. Sleep my baby, sleep baby do. The boogeyman's coming and he will eat you. Fun fact, it was sung to the tune of Rockabye Baby, which had come out around that time. Now, how this legend came to Mexico should be no surprise to some. In 1519, the Spanish invaded Mexico and brought with them diseases, destruction, and their lore. As the invaders began to settle in and adjust to the new environment, so did the story of El Coco. He was no longer aquatic slash reptilian. By this time, he had grown fur and was beginning to resemble some of the creatures from Aztec lore. This included sharp claw-like fingers and oversized sharp teeth. Let's fast forward a few years. The legend of El Coco has transformed into a horror called El Cucuy, and new origins to this monster have begun to circulate. One story describes El Cucuy as a creature, one that has the original sharp teeth and claw-like nails, but now he has glowing red eyes and bat-like ears. According to scaryforkids.com, in this version of their story, he hides in closets and under beds. He can take the shape of any dark shadow. He watches you silently and waits for his moment to pounce. Then. He will take you to his lair deep in the mountains and devour you. In another legend, he was a man who left to go to town and put his children in the closet to wait for his return. As he arrived back, he saw his home in flames from an electrical fire. He ran in to try to save the children and died while checking the closet. Now his spirit visits children's homes and checks their closets for his lost little ones, almost like La Llorona. The Urban Dictionary has a similar entry for El Cucuy, but 
Differences in small details, for example, in their version, the children were misbehaving and put in the closet as punishment. After a while, the dad forgot they were in there and went to go run errands. When he came back and saw that the house was on fire, he became cursed. He began to search closets all over to try to find his children, and that somehow eventually turned into an appetite for kids? Now he hides in closets to hunt unsuspecting children. As these stories began to spread up north, so did the way the word El Cucuy was used. El Cucuy was talked about on the playgrounds and at times it was even a replacement word for just something spooky like, oh, that place gives me the chills. Uy, Cucuy. I also remember people using it to kind of keep kids away from going into rooms they didn't want them in. For example, don't go in there, that's where the Kukui lives. Although the Kukui myth has been around for such a long time, only a few people have actually claimed to have seen him. According to the website hauntedauckland.com, a New Zealand-based blog, they have two eyewitness accounts, and their stories go like this. A young female student was driving home alone one evening during 2006 when she noticed a goblin-like creature crouched on top of a fence post outside of town. The witness later described the thing as being about three feet tall with a sloping round head like an owl, large slanted eyes, and a tiny nose and mouth. The monster's peach-colored skin was wrinkled like a bat, and it appeared to have short stubby arms with flaps of skin resembling malformed wings. Its feet resembled talons. As the woman watched in abject terror, the bizarre being hopped off its perch and scrambled around the pavement in front of her car. This was understandably more than she could bear and the young woman sped home with tears streaming down her face. She was apparently in a state of hysterics when she burst through the door and informed her mother about the encounter. In a second eyewitness account, a gentleman from San Benito once told the writer of this article that he had heard noises emanating from a garbage dumpster one evening as he watched in amazement a hairy little vato, which is like dude in Spanish, emerged from an opening and scampered away on two legs. Unfortunately, these were the only two accounts I could find on the internet at all. El Cucuy's popularity has grown vastly in recent years, though, as El Cucuy even made its way onto mainstream media in Season 9 of Supernatural. In Season 9 of Supernatural, this version of El Cucuy had a human-like appearance, and the only transformation it took on was that of its mouth getting a lot bigger and growing extremely large teeth that became very sharp. Its victims in the episode were children, specifically their kidneys. So needless to say, they did kind of do their own thing when it came to the Kukui. They only really kept in the part where they eat children. But Kukui also made a special appearance at Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights, an annual event at the Universal Studio theme park in 2013. Whether El Kukui is real or not is still up for debate, what I do know is that he has a home here with us below the forest floor. Thank you so much for watching everyone and I hope to see you all next time when we find out the origins of Siren Head.